Welcome to the Max Bernier Show. Here's the leader of the People's Party of Canada, Maxime Bernier. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Max Bernier Show. I'm pleased to have with us today Theo Fleury, a former hockey player, as you may know him. He was uh, also playing for the Calgary uh, Flame and other uh, team teams, and he's also uh, an entrepreneur, um, a mental health uh, activist, but also an author. He wrote a best-selling book called uh, Playing With Fires, and I had the opportunity to have uh, Theo with me today. Uh, Theo, thank you very much to be with us. Yeah, nice to be with you, Max. Yeah. So, Theo, if we may just start about, uh, if you can tell uh, our viewers about your uh, arcade uh, career and uh, the start of all that in the beginning, uh, mm -hmm. I think a lot of Canadians uh, know you as the hockey player, and we'll have a discussion on that. But uh, more than that, uh, you are an active entrepreneur, like I said, and also uh, an, a guy that is uh, promoting and, and fighting for real uh, good causes. So, but before having a discussion on that, um, yes, uh, when you started in uh, playing hockey, um, and I think you had to have uh, at that time a couple of uh, challenges. Uh, you were not so tall, uh, and at that time in the league, I think they were looking for tall and, and strong uh, uh, hockey players. So yeah. what was the challenge that you had? Well, I think from the very first time I started playing, you know, I, was, uh, I wasn't the biggest guy in the world, but, uh, you know, I had a lot of talent. Uh, I had a lot of uh, desire, and, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> especially when I was a kid, you know, uh, you know, I grew up in a home that was, uh, you know, both my parents uh, struggled with addiction. And uh, so I grew up in a lot of chaos and uh, some violence and, and stuff like that. So, you know, the, the arena, the hockey rink was, uh, you know, my escape, my happy place. And, uh, and so I spent the majority of my childhood at the rink because, uh, you know, everything that I wasn't getting at home, you know, I got at the rink, you know, I got love, I got respect, I got teammates and, and, uh, you know, learned some really valuable core values that, uh, you know, that I hold near and dear to my heart today. And, and, uh, um, I grew up in a small community, just like, you know, most NHL, uh, hockey players. I grew up in a small town in Manitoba, 1500 people. And, um, you know, the rink, we had, we had artificial ice, so the rink was always available to us. And so, you know, I spent, uh, like I said, the majority of my childhood, uh, you know, working on my craft, you know, the, the fundamentals of, you know, playing the game. And that was skating, shooting, and passing, you know. And, and, uh, um, and then, you know, and then when I was uh, 15, I left home and, you uh, um, unfortunately, I ran into uh, a coach who uh, ended up raping me 150 times over a two and a half year period, which then led to uh, led to uh, addiction issues uh, as a coping mechanism for from the emotional pain that was left behind from from uh, my childhood and also my adolescence experience. Uh, but uh, you know, went on to have uh, an incredible professional. Uh, career, um, you know, won a World Junior Championship in 1988, uh, won a Stanley Cup in 1989, 
won a Canada Cup in 1991 and then topped it all off with uh, being a part of the 2002 uh, uh, gold winning uh, Olympic team in uh, Salt Lake City. So, um, how do you explain? How do you explain, uh, Theo, the the fact that you were able to be a very successful hockey players with all the these uh, challenges that you had? Mm. Uh, what was the core uh, anchor for for you to 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 progress mm. and, and to fight uh, what happened to you? Well, I I subscribe to the Malcolm Gladwell theory of ten thousand hours and. Uh, You know, I started playing hockey when I was five, and when I left home at 15, you know, I put in 10,000 hours of practice, and that's really what set me apart from everybody else that was trying to make it was, um, you know, I basically trained uh, myself to react. And in the sport of hockey, if you have to think about where you need to be on the ice, you're in big trouble because the puck moves faster than you can think and so you know those 10,000 hours you know I I wasn't cognizant of the fact that I, that's exactly what I was doing I was just having fun and you know enjoying enjoying my childhood but but really what was happening was uh, I trained myself to react and you know uh, and because I put in so much time and so much practice that's how I was able to overcome, you know, my size because everybody, uh, you know, always told me that I was too small and that I was going to never, I was, I wasn't going to make it, but you know, what really set me apart was, uh, you know, all those intangibles like, uh, dedication, desire, uh, I competed at the highest level, you know, which, yeah. which is really important, uh, being a competitor, And, uh, you know, obviously I hated to lose as well. And so, you know, all of those things in that, in this package, you know, made me, uh, you know, a 15 year NHL hockey player where I played a thousand over a thousand games, got a thousand points and, um, you know, played in seven, seven all-star games. And, and, uh, like I said, had an amazing career. And when you had your, uh, your addiction uh, during that time, um, you know, being at the high level hockey players and very successful, and at the same time having all these, uh, uh, these uh, I don't know if I can, addiction outside the, 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 the ice, mm -hmm. uh, how did you, uh, you know, in the practice, it must be difficult uh, emotionally and physically? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, human beings are, incredibly resilient and you know I'd faced a lot of adversity uh, as a child and as an adolescent which then built uh, a lot of resilience in me and so um, and you know your body just gets used to it you, you know it becomes a routine and and uh, um, you know you, you're your mind isn't always there but your body definitely is and so You know, you just, you know, you just go with the flow and, and, uh, and like I said, but, you know, more importantly, uh, it didn't matter what kind of shape I was in. As long as I stepped on the ice, it was my happy place. And, and, uh, you know, I, I obviously didn't have to think about, 
anything uh, when I was on the rink. The most difficult time I had was when I wasn't at the rink, you know, and around my teammates and and that kind of stuff. And that's when I struggled the most. But, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, 15 years ago, um, I got sober and, uh, you know, started down this road and this path of healing. And, uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been amazing. And you decided to uh, write the book uh, Playing With Fires at that time? Yeah, it was uh, shortly after I got sober that uh, I started writing the book. And, and uh, you know, when I first sat down to write the book, I, 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 I didn't really know why I was writing the book other than the fact that I just wanted to get all this stuff on paper, take one last look at it, put it in its rightful place, uh, which was the past. but. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the universe or God or Allah, Buddha, whatever you want to call it, you know, had a different plan for me. And, uh, and uh, you know, when the, when the book came out, uh, I was inundated and bombarded with people um, who uh, were approaching me at book signings and telling me their own story. Mm -hmm. And so through that process, you know, I found the true purpose for my life and that was to, you know, help as many people as I could who had the same experience as me. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been amazing, you know, that, uh, the last 15 years, how many people, you know, we've been able to help and, and reach out to and, and then, you know, get involved in, uh, you know, all kinds of different causes around the subject of trauma, mental health, and addiction, you know? And so, uh, you know, I spend the majority of my days either uh, coaching people or, you know, um, you know, helping different charities out uh, that uh, have one of the three causes, you know, uh, that they support. And so you became a, a public speaker on, on the, on these issues uh, so and today uh, Theo what is your, your uh, typical day uh, of work uh, you, mm. you're, you're still very active yeah um, well it's definitely in this subject you know trauma mental health and addiction so you know I either have coaching clients or I'm doing podcasts or um, you know listening to ideas, thoughts, uh, as to how we can, um, speed up the process of healing for people that, uh, you know, that do come, uh, with us. And, and I can tell you, Max, that COVID is the most traumatic thing that's happened since World War II. And uh, the fact that we've had more opioid deaths and suicides than COVID deaths, you know, tells, you know, tells me a lot mm -hmm. about, um, you know, where our priorities are. And, uh, you know, we do not hear from leadership um, them talking about, you know, uh, the importance of, uh, you know, mental health and addiction issues. And you, 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 uh became uh, interested in politics because, you know, if you want to uh, help other peoples, 
sometime uh, you look at politicians and their program, they can have something there. But um, that's why you became more interested in politics. Is it uh, is it right to say that? You know, uh, I got interested when Trump came down the escalator in 2015 because I was like, why the hell is this guy <laughs> getting into politics? You know, and it really sort of piqued my interest. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I've sort of become a political junkie, so to speak. And, uh, um, you know, I had no idea, you know, what the NDP stood for or the Liberal Party stood for or the Conservative Party stood for or the, or the Republicans or the Democrats. And, you know, I really, um, you know, came to a place where, uh, uh, you know, I come from a French background, so my family voted liberal, I think, in every single election. And so, and I didn't know why, you know, yeah. I didn't know why they, they did it. And uh, and then I realized, you know, that, that I wasn't a liberal. I was, uh, you know, kind of a, a conservative guy. And, you know, I grew up in Western Canada where uh, all we know how to do is work hard and, and uh, um you know, uh, and so, you know, that whole entire process. And then, you know, I, I, I have a huge platform, um, you know, which is social media where I can present my own ideas and, yeah. and, uh, and whatnot. And so, you know, all of, all of, you know, this sort of led up to, uh, you know, where we are today and, and, uh, you know, the, the extreme disappointment that I have um, in leadership uh, all across the board um, is, uh, is something that, uh, you know, because I, I, I played, for, played for and with some of the greatest leaders in hockey. And, uh, you know, I learned a lot from, you know, the Gretzky's and the Messier's and Lemieux's and Sackick's and Iserman's and the list goes on and on and on. And, and uh, you know, uh, they were all very humble, humble guys um, who made everybody feel a part of, of whatever we were doing. You know, everybody uh, was as important as the next guy, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, I don't see any of that, uh, kind of leadership, um, in politics, uh, today it's, it's very divisive. It's, uh, there is no middle ground. You have to choose a side, you know, and, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of disappointing that, uh, um, and there's zero, zero accountability, none, zero. It and were you a, a card holder, uh, uh, partisan of a political party, or, or just uh, you, because you said in the beginning that you were liberals because you were liberal because everybody in your family were liberals, mm. uh, and after that you see yourself more as a conservative? But did you uh, own a, 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 a membership of a, of a political party, or, or never? Or? Not yet, no, no, because I, I. I uh... You know, I actually voted for Trudeau the first time and mm -hmm. uh, was so disappointed that, uh, you know, I voted for Andrew Scheer the last election. And uh, but it's getting to the point where it doesn't really matter. 
<laughs> you know, uh, I think that, you know, the liberals are the liberals. Uh, the new conservative party is liberal light, you know, yeah. and uh, that just doesn't fit the Western Canadian value system, you know, that, uh, you know, that we have. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I call them the LibCon party. Liberal and conservative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're the same on very important issues for our country, uh, climate change or COVID-19, you know, it's the same thing. Uh, um, they believe in lockdowns and uh, restraining our, our freedom and our liberty. Uh, you know, I, we believe in personal liberty and individual freedom. And we think that people uh, know better than a politician what is good for them. Uh, but right now, it's I not definitely the agree with that statement. I definitely <laughs> agree with that statement. <laughs> and, and I'm very pleased that you were saying that you know you are very active on social media. And same thing for me uh, as the leader of the People's Party of Canada. And I, I've met you uh, officially on social media, and uh, I was uh, following you and looking at your tweet and and your your position. So uh, I think uh, you shared the same kind of values that we share the PPC. You know, we believe in people more than in a in politician or in government, uh, and that's very disappointing. What happened right now? Yeah, it's it's uh, well, it's insanity. It is complete and utter insanity. And uh, you know, uh, I know from playing sports that when your leader has ego that eventually, uh, uh, it, or if you lead with ego, eventually you're going to piss off the whole entire team or the whole, you know, the whole entire country. And, uh, people don't follow ego, you know, they just don't follow ego. And, uh, you know, so I like leaders who have compassion, who have empathy, who have uh, common sense. And, uh, you know, there is absolutely none of that in Canada, you know, and, you know, there's so much hypocrisy. And, uh, you know, the, the attitude as, uh, you know, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want and not face any consequences for my actions. And so, you know, what we're seeing because of that is a very divided country. Yeah. And, and, you know, when the country's divided, that's when chaos and, uh, you know, crazy ideas and, and uh, you know, it's just, I don't know. Uh, how do you see, uh, Theo, the future for, for our country with the kind of leader that we have right now? We don't have a country. It's not a country. It's a dictatorship, it's plain and simple. You know, mm -hmm. that we've allowed other foreign entities to come in and uh, take over, you know, this amazing uh, country is, you know, sad. It's sad and... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't see a future for Canada right now. Hmm. I really don't. And I think we need to, you know, fight for our sovereignty as a country. Yes, we, we are an independent country, but with all these international organizations like the UN, like the 
World Health Organization that are uh, imposing in brackets because at the end it's the politicians in Canada who decide which what will be the legislation, but they're doing that uh, with ad adopting all their, the UN uh, commitment on, uh, you know, alarmism, cl climate alarmism, uh, uh, immigration, uh, open border, and uh, we we need to fight for that. We, we are, uh, we are not uh, well, uh, the and, first. And that's the thing, Max, is, is that the Liberals didn't campaign on the fact that they were going to enter into all these agreements with all these foreign entities. You know what I mean? And so now we're sort of stuck uh, yeah. with, with no other option. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, the, the media is a joke, a complete joke. Uh, um, you know, and there, there's no accountability at all. None. You know, the questions that, Trudeau has to answer is it's 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 like uh, it's like uh, kindergarten daycare is 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 how I see it and and you know it's it's uh, I don't know but the very, question very, is it's very frustrating yeah I agree with you the question that uh, Trudeau and, and other uh, uh, the premiers of uh, Quebec and other provinces. Uh, when they have questions from the media, it's, uh, you know, you, it's very easy that they, they, they're not uh, asking the, the, the tough questions. And same thing for the opposition, uh, the opposition in Ottawa, the opposition here in my own province in Quebec. Uh, you know, we are in a uh, uh, lockdowns, emergency and uh, mask mandatory. And, you know, we, we don't... Uh, we don't we don't debate that i was looking in other countries when you have more debates if you are if you want to start a debate on that they're going to say the, the media and uh, mainstream media are going to say oh they're uh, they're <laughs> they're crazy people that uh, don't follow the line and you uh, that that's that's very difficult in this country um, for, for for having another point of view. And as you may know, it's but difficult it's, for it, it, It's been systematically dismantled, you know. When you, you know, when you call the majority of the country racist, when you have nothing or no information to really back it up, mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think there's racism everywhere, but not as a whole, you know, not yeah. as a whole piece, you know. And, uh, you know, I do tons of work in the Aboriginal community and, and I would say that they're, uh, they face the most racism, you know, in our country. And, uh, you know, uh, the problems and the issues that they face, you know, stemmed from, you know, the residential school uh, yeah. system. And, you know, we're seeing uh, seven, eight generations later, what what the the cause of of uh, the residential school system had on the aboriginal community and so you know uh if we're going to talk about racism let's talk about it in in the right context and and the, you know the right people uh that are that are being um, you know being uh impact yeah, yeah for sure yeah.
Yeah, and you're right. Uh, I said that there's no systemic racism in this country, but there's institutional racism that's in the the Indian Act, and we must abolish that. It's a racist act. It's based on race. So, so that's that's the. But there's no systemic racism. But there is an institutional by legislation. Uh, racist uh, legislation called the, the Indian Act, uh, and and we must abolish that, and and that's why you know in, in our party we want to stop foreign aid and uh, bringing back all that money here in Canada to help uh, people, and you know when you don't have running water in a in a reserve, why sending uh, millions of dollars in Africa <laughs> to build roads over there? I think uh, I think, I think uh, a water treatment plant costs fifty thousand bucks or something mm -hmm. and so you know it makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever why you know uh, a country such as ours who has water aplenty and uh, you know every community that I've gone to has a water source mm -hmm. and uh, there's absolutely no reason why you know the Aboriginal or Indigenous community you know can have clean water you know because it's mm -hmm. not that hard it's not that hard to build a water plant really you know mm -hmm. so but, but i think for justin trudeau and the liberals it's more uh, they will have more support they think by helping other countries and saying to canadians that uh, we are back uh, at the international scene with the money that we don't have you know we have a, a huge deficit I don't see the time when we'll reimburse that and we pay back our debt. Uh, well, especially, especially when, uh, you know, our greatest resource, which is, you know, minerals and oil and all that, they've completely, um, you know, shut that down. So I have, I have no idea uh, how we are going to get out of this without uh, tapping into our greatest resource, uh, uh, which is our natural resources because you know that that's what made us a you know uh, a big player in the world and uh, and you know here we are not you know producing or you know we're sending a tanker <laughs> you know uh, down the Panama Canal and uh, you know I always say Max you can't you can't fix stupid <laughs> and, 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 I, I, and, and this is exactly every single liberal who sits in the House of Commons is, you know, I call it stupidism, which mm. is a form of liberalism. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's that simple that, uh, you know, uh, there is absolutely zero common sense, none at all. Zero. Zero. <laughs> zero. And Theo, you can say the same thing with the, the conservative, you know, uh, Andrew, uh, not Andrew Scheer, yes, but also uh, Mr. O'Toole said, you know, I understand the Western alienation and we need to do something about it. Yes, but we know what we need to do. We need to change the equalization formula to be uh, uh, less generous and, and be fair for every province. We need you know to be able you know to build pipelines. Yeah. You know what, Max, we don't, we're okay. Western Canadians are the most charitable people in the whole entire world. We just want to work. That's yeah. all we want to do. That's all we know how to do. And that's all we want to do. And we don't care about uh, supporting 
the rest of Canada. We don't care about that. Just allow us to work. That's all we want to do. We just want to work. That's it. And they have completely taken that away from us. And then they wonder why, you know, the Maverick Party and all yeah. of these separatist groups and, and different parties are popping up all over the places because we don't have a voice. We do not have a voice. Western Canada does not have a voice. But I must say you don't have a voice with the conservative, with the liberals, with Nothing. the uh, NDP, with the Bloc Québécois. Uh, but uh, I will uh, speak for my own turf. Uh, we, you have a voice with the PPC because we are telling, yes, you want to work? Let's abolish the, 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 the climate alarmism or, or the uh, Paris Accord. Let's, uh, let's be fair for everybody. Let's uh, use the Constitution to be able to build pipelines. So we have a, a, a policies that will help Western Canadians, but also all the country. We're not united. We're, we're, we're like you said in the beginning, we're, we're not a real country right now. We need to go back to our constitution and following our constitution and, and stop to try to buy votes with policies and please a region against another one. Uh, that's, and I understand that you have the Maverick Party that is coming and, and uh, uh, the, uh, the frustration over there is very high. And I, I know that you know, people just want to work and, and you have the federal government and all political parties that are fighting um, the, 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 more, the most important industry in Western Canada, oil and gas. <laughs> and they're saying, oh no, that's too important, uh, too important for the future of our country. We need to phase out the oil and gas industry. That's crazy. We, you know, it's, yeah, well, it's yeah. When, when the rest of the world starts talking to China about emissions, then I'll believe that there's a climate issue. Yeah, but, absolutely. China, <laughs> India. Yeah. 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 We produce the cleanest energy on the planet. No question. There's nobody that can, that can even come close to the kind of energy, uh, you know, the kind of safety stuff, you, you name it. We, we are the leaders in the world in producing the cleanest energy on the planet. So, you know, and, and the, the, the liberals have allowed, you know, uh, foreign entities to come and uh, slag our, our, the way we produce you know, our energy and, and, uh, you know, make us, you know, look bad, but, uh, you know, uh, I don't know why people, uh, dislike people who work hard and provide for their families and, and then, you know, take care of the environment and, and, uh, you know, do, do the best we can, you know, uh, uh, it's, I, I, it, it just boggles my mind, Max. It absolutely boggles my mind that uh, that we have the kind of leadership uh, that we have in this country. Because uh, um, you know, you know, a perfect example is when Trudeau goes off script. Yeah, he he's a complete. Uh, I don't even know what the word is, but he he. Moron. <laughs> or idiot or whatever you want you want to call it like i always say well left to his own defenses he is wow and and how he is 
the prime minister of our country, I will boggles boggles my mind that he doesn't have one single thought that is his own. Uh, absolutely, no. uh, and uh, <laughs> that's the. Uh, the world that we are living right now with politicians that don't have the courage of, of their ideas or if they have an idea, if they have principle, uh, that's why we created the People's Party based on principles and uh, all our policies are in line with our four uh, uh, basic principles, individual freedom, personal responsibility, respect and fairness. And, uh, you know, we are tired of the uh, political correctness in this country and Trudeau is the best example of that. Um, and pandering and saying things that maybe he doesn't believe in it or maybe believe in it, but you know, uh, just to to please some interest group and uh, and we need to do some. Uh, I'll use that term education maybe or informing the population population about what happened in this country, and that's a big challenge. That's what you're doing on social media. That's that's what I'm doing also as a leader of a party. And uh, I think the, the future will be bright when people will uh, understand uh, who, that uh, the socialist policies are not working. They didn't work in the past and they won't work in the future. Yeah. Well, it's what they say. It's been tried 24 times <laughs> in the history of, of uh, politics and it's failed 24 times. And, you know, 100 million people have died. Yeah, socialism is not the the answer of everything, and and I think uh, here in Canada and in other countries, that's the big trend right now. Uh, politicians that are putting more regulations and more restriction on our life. You know, we've had democracy in Canada for you know over 150 years, and then all of a sudden, you know, in five years, we're just going to switch over to a you know a socialist you know, sort of communist uh, ideas, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. And, you know, I was saying earlier that, you know, it's been tried 24 times in the history of our planet and it's failed every time, you know, because eventually you run out of other people's money. And, <laughs> and not only that, um, you know, a hundred million people have died under that type of, uh, you know, leadership. And if you want to help the poor, and, and you know, that's when you have free markets or freedom, and that's the best way to uh, have economic growth and, and prosperity. And socialism won't bring uh, more economic growth. I swear it's a fake growth um, with deficit and debts. And uh, it's like, you know, uh, government think that uh, more spending will be uh, the solution, more stimulus. But at the end, the money that they spend, it's not a stimulus, it's a sedative for the economy. And a government cannot spend money that they don't have. Uh, if they're doing that, uh, uh, they, will, uh, uh, they will borrow money and at the end will have to pay for that. Uh, that's why, you know, um, I agree with you that the future will be tough for, uh, for us uh, if we don't change the course of actions right now. Yeah, the only people that get rich in that type of system is politicians. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, last time I checked, uh, you know, you guys work for us. We don't work for you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the last person that I'll ever take advice from is uh, from a liberal. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's why, you know, we call our party the people's party. We are working for the people, with the people. We're not uh, trying to impose anything, you know. It's, uh, it's important. And doing politics differently for us, it's not a slogan. It's a, it's a way of life. Uh, uh, that can be tough, you know, when you are say, saying a truth. Maybe sometimes uh, people don't want to hear that. But the more you explain, the more you inform the population about what happened right now, uh, we think that the better it will be. And, and for us, our goal is not... Uh, um, I understand that I won't be prime minister after the next election, but if we can grow our support uh, and grow the movement, that will have an influence at the end, and I believe in that. Yeah, and, and, and you know, the, the most difficult thing right now is, you know, the, the conservative voice <clears throat> is, is not being heard. You know, we're being suppressed by social media. We're being suppressed by, you know, the 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 mainstream media, and uh, and so it's it's really difficult to get a you know to get a message out there right now. And so, you know, we have a whole bunch of patriots uh, in Canada right now who are you know using their uh, social media platforms to you know really explain what what's really happening and and you know the road that we're you know that we're heading down is uh you know is a a road of death destruction poverty um you know you yeah. you any negative word you can use uh you know that's where we're headed and and uh you know it's sad because uh we have the potential to be uh, you know uh, one of the greatest, pro most prosperous, uh, you know, economies uh, in the world. And, and uh, you know, we have a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, unicorn pixie dust uh, uh, leaders that, you know, are throwing these uh, old ideas out there that have never, ever worked, uh, ever. And so... You know, it's hard to believe that uh, it's only taken five years uh, to take uh, one of the greatest countries and one of the greatest economies of the world and turn it into what it is today. So it's yeah, sad. And, what, sad. and what is disappointing also is, uh, like I said before, we don't have any opposition in Ottawa right now. Uh, the opposition don't have the courage to fight the, the political correctness, uh, the mainstream media. Uh, you know, when I when O'Toole said his goal is to uh, split the Liberals' vote and, and being sure to have more support in uh, big cities like uh, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. Uh, and when he said that he believed in climate alarmism, uh, it's it's like the liberals. So the the conservative just want to do everything to be in government. But if they are in government, they they won't do any any changes that we we need yeah. to do in this country. That that's uh, that that's um, very very sad. But at the same time, it's an opportunity for for me for us at the PPC, and we will use that opportunity. I don't know what you think about our party, about the PPC. I don't know if you had time to go on our website and look at our uh, platform. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think your ideas are great. But, you know, like you said, uh, you know, we need the PPC party today 
not 10 years down the road because, you know, uh, 10 years down the road, this country will be unrecognizable, uh, you know, under this type of leadership. And so, you know, I, I, I don't know uh, how we, uh, you know, get there. And, and uh, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, we are friends with, you know, two of the most corrupt uh, organizations in the world, in the UN and the World Economic Forum, who are basically, uh, you know, uh, telling Trudeau uh, what, when, and how to do it. And, uh, you know, it's, we were, it's just a really sad state of, a, of affairs that, uh, that we, uh, you know, have allowed it and are allowing uh, those ideas to take, take shape and take form in, uh, in our country. And if you have a discussion about uh, their proposal, the proposal of the, uh, the UN and uh, these organizations, uh, you don't have that debate. You don't have that debate in, in the media. Uh, no. You know, it, it, it's too bad. We need to have that debate. More socialism or less, more freedom or less. Uh, and, and Trudeau, you know, <laughs> every day and in every actions, you can see that the philosophy, the principles behind that, it, it, it's socialist principles. And uh, that's, that's not working, like you said, and it, it won't work. No, and, and <clears throat> you know, the destruction, the pain, the suffering, um, you know, is going to be astronomical, you know. If you look at, you know, there's some great examples. You know, Venezuela, you know, went down that route, and, uh, you know, they went from being one of the most prosperous countries in the world to, you know, uh, a... a dictatorship that, uh, you know, suppress the people and, uh, you know, there, uh, there, there's no reason for uh, famine and uh, starvation, uh, you know, anywhere on this planet. You know, the, the world uh, is full of abundance and, and uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, we have these uh, God complex uh, people out there who think that they know better Mm-hmm. than the, uh, you know, than the average person. And, you know, <clears throat> with what's going on down in the, in the United States now where, you know, the, the liberals down there trying to steal an election, it makes you really wonder, you know, what happened in Canada over the last, you know, 10 years with uh, elections and, and uh, you know, all that stuff too that, you know, why would I go to the polls and vote when the, uh, when the outcome is already predetermined because of, you know, the type of uh, software or uh, machines that we are using to, you know, elect, uh, you know, our leaders. I won't, I won't go there personally, but uh, <laughs> I was, I was running. I, I, I know for a fact, Max, <laughs> that you got, you got screwed on that one too. So. Well, you just have to read the Global Mail at that time, the day mm-hmm. after that uh, leadership, they said, you know, they created 7,000 votes. Uh, uh, we had, I don't, I, I think that time it was about uh, 
230,000, I'm not so sure, members, but uh, they had more votes than the members. And at the end, uh, the leadership and the establishment of the Conservative Party said, no, no, it's okay, uh, that there's no mistake. Uh, uh, the people who had, uh, who had the right to vote, vote, and that's it. And uh, at the end, I did not, uh, you know, I, I was uh, uh, disappointed with the result. But, you know, I tried to work with uh, Andrew Scheer at that time and say, you know, I had 49%. I will work with him. I tried that for 15 months. And at the end, he said, you know, I don't want to hear anything about your ideas, your principles. And, uh, and so I decided to, uh, to create the People's Party. And I'm very pleased with that decision. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm saying to people, you know, if you want to change, uh, we are the only political party that uh, have the courage to uh, speak, uh, you know, about the real issues and having real solutions. And um, I'm, I was very encouraged that we started that party and, uh, and we had more support after one year than the, than the Green Party of Canada. It took mm-hmm. them 20 years to have uh, the support that we had yeah. in the first year. So it, it, it's a movement, it's growing, and we'll see, uh, we'll see. But I can tell you, you're right, uh, the future, the economic future is not bright right now. And so when you have a crisis like that, I think that at the next general election, people will look for a real alternative, and that will be a chance for uh, a big uh, chance for us to 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 speak and to show our uh, our platform and, and to have more support. I think people will be more uh, in line to look at a, a different alternative. Uh, I hope so, uh, but we'll do everything to well, uh, to be sure that people will know that we exist. Well, I, I'm the way that things are going. I don't think there's going to be another election in Canada. Yeah. So, well, we have a constitution, and Trudeau will have to follow that constitution. Uh, I understand that Trudeau <laughs> will do everything. He hasn't followed one thing on that document. No <laughs> no yeah, he's not respecting provincial jurisdiction for sure, and also, I'm sh- I, I believe like you that Trudeau will. Uh, use money that he doesn't have to buy votes and to have the support of the Bloc Québécois or the NDP at the next budget. So I agree with you that uh, I don't think we'll have an election soon. But at the end, in four years, uh, we will have that election and we will be there. But Trudeau can do a lot of uh, more damages in the next uh, two years. And um, and that's, uh, that's, that's scary. Uh, that's a scary thought. Scary yeah. thought that uh, that uh, you know we don't we the people don't have the power to actually remove him from you know power right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually. So. What would what will be uh, Theo your advice for a young Canadian and to have a, a successful life professionally and personally? Uh, because and when you do your your speaking tour and speak with young people, what is the the advice that you're giving them uh, during this tough time? Well, <clears throat> you know, I I always have subscribed to the uh, formula that you know the harder I work, the luckier I get. You know, and uh, um, you know I've always worked hard, and because I worked hard, I've had you know, immeasurable success. And, uh, you know, I think uh, if you lead a life of humility and compassion and empathy and uh, 
um, you know, are willing to help people who are less fortunate than yourself. And then you add the hard work and the determination and, you know, you get up every day uh, wanting to compete. Um, you know, that's a good formula for, you know, a healthy, happy, productive uh, life full of amazing relationships and, and uh, friends and family, you know, all those things. And so, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, those true Canadian values, you know, that were instilled in me, you know, from the very first time I can remember, um, you know, I grew up in a farming community where I saw people get up at six o'clock every morning and work till 10 o'clock at night. And they were all very successful people. And, uh, you know, that, I don't know why that formula, uh, you know, has changed, but, uh, you know, that was the heart and soul of, of, uh, you know, the Canadian people. And it's why we were so well liked all over, um, all over the world. You know, I, I represented Canada 10 different times in my hockey yeah. career. And every time we went overseas, man, people absolutely loved and adored us because of, you know, those, those core values of hard work and, and determination and resilience and, you know, all those things. And, and, uh, in five short years, uh, you know, Trudeau has, uh, completely forgotten, uh, you know, what Canada, you know, is all about. And we share the same values and, and principles. I hope, uh, Theo, that, uh, we uh, will have your support uh, when we'll have an election in this country. For sure. I will, uh, I will definitely consider because, uh, you know, like you said, uh, you know, the, the, the Conservative Party of Canada right now is they're completely lost. Uh, they are afraid of the media. They are afraid of, um, you know, putting out a, a platform. Uh, and, uh, you know, I know that, that every day that Aaron O'Toole says that, you know, he wants to join the Paris climate accord and, you know, follow the, the UN that he is losing uh, his, his most important base of people. And that's those of us who live in Western Canada. And I know for a fact that we are now all looking for uh, alternatives uh, to, you know, get away from the conservative party because where, you know, where they are is, uh, is not, uh, uh, Western Canadian values of, you know, hard work and family and charity and, you know, all those mm -hmm. things that are really important to us. Yeah. Yeah. And same thing also, uh, Eastern Canada, you know, uh, I was speaking about that during the last electoral campaign uh, in New Brunswick and in Quebec in French. And people understand, you know, I'll give you just an example on, uh, you know, pipelines. Uh, the politicians at the provincial level in Quebec, they're against pipelines and because they are listening to the leftist uh, environmentalist movement. But the population know that it's safer for the environment, safer for, for, for human life. Uh, they had the big tragedy in uh, Lac Megantic, and uh, they know that it's safer to transport oil and gas by pipelines than by train or trucks. So you have to explain that. And when you speak about it, you have more support. 
And so, you know, the politician right now, they don't want to bring that and to inform the population. And so that's why we have, uh, uh, we have this disconnection uh, in, in, between Eastern Canada and Western Canada. Uh, and and we, we won't play that game at the PPC. Yeah, well, I, um, you know, there, there are a lot of people who um, share their uh, disappointment in government, but they're afraid to use their voice because, you know, uh, you know, we, yeah, uh, they are, they're afraid we, of the... We get called uh, racists and we get called, you know, a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, uh, Max, I'm a, I'm a Métis person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of my idols is a guy named Louis Riel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, if you know anything about the Métis people, yes. you know, we're not afraid of anything. Yeah. And uh, we're not afraid to... Uh, voice our opinion because if you look at the example of Louis Riel, you know he was incredibly brilliant. He was yeah. a leader, uh, and uh, he was incredibly resilient. And uh, you know, unfortunately, they hung him for treason. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, his his values of you know the Métis people, you know, live inside of people like myself as an example of of uh, never being afraid to, you know, state your opinion or, you know, use speak. your vo use your voice to, uh, you know, speak the truth. Uh, speak your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And we need more, we need more person like that, people like that in this country. But I think there's a silent majority of people that are looking right now at what happened in this country. And uh, maybe it will take some time, but I'm optimistic that, uh, uh, you know, our, our real Canadian values uh, will, uh, will win at the end. Uh, you know, we have the best ideas uh, based on freedom, um, believing in people, and that's the Western civilization values, and, and we just need to be out there. And I'm very pleased that you, uh, you just take that time to be with me uh, and uh, doing that show. Uh, that I'm sure that people will uh, love it. If they want to to reach you, uh, Theo, uh, on social media, they yep. can go. Do can you just yeah? Where they where can they go? So my website is theoflurry.life, and uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, LinkedIn. So I'm easy to find. So yeah. And if um, they want to buy your book, uh, Playing with Fire, can we have your book on yep. Amazon? Yeah, it's on Amazon, but you can go right to my website and buy it right off my website. So, Okay, great, yeah. great. So I, I encourage all our viewers to buy that book, and it's a very interesting book. Um, you know, uh, Theo fought, fought for what he believed. He had a lot of challenges in life, but at the end, you know, you, you're successful. And uh, I'm very pleased that you're taking your time to help other Canadians to pass through difficult times that you had when like you had when you were younger. Um, and I'm very pleased that you took your time also today to have the discussion with us. Yeah, it's been my pleasure, Max. And, uh, you know, continued uh, success. And, uh, you know, you got, uh, you, got, you got a few people out there that are cheering you on from, from, from afar. So. 
and we will look for good candidates for the next election too. So I'll, I'll be in touch with you. <laughs> uh, I, can, I, I can be a bigger shit disturber on social media. So I, I don't know if I'm cut out for politics, but. Uh, you know. you're, you're doing a good job. Yeah, you're doing a good job on social media. Uh, but let's stay in touch. That's the most important. Yes, absolutely. And uh, you, you take care and have a very Merry Christmas uh, to you and your family as well. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Theo. Have a nice day. Thanks, Max. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye-bye. Thanks.